Welcome to The Peel, where we break through the surface of sustainability in Florida and get to the juicy stuff at the center of it all. I'm your host, Amber Whittle, Executive Director of South Face Sarasota. We're a nonprofit that's increasing the resilience, affordability, and health of Florida's buildings and communities, and we're saving the planet along the way. Check out our programs and events at southface.org, Sarasota. Our guest today is Julia Herbst, the Florida Gulf Coast Program Associate for Solar United Neighbors. Welcome, Julia, and thanks for joining us on The Peel. Thanks, Amber. I'm so happy to be here to really uh, dig deep into solar in the Sunshine State. Thanks for having me. So what is the mission of Solar United Neighbors? I love our mission. It's so simple and clear. Solar United Neighbors helps people go solar, join together, and fight for energy rights. So we really see that as a theory of change, and it's really circular. So anywhere along that cycle that you want to get involved uh, with going solar, uh, we're here for you. Um, we have lots of little programs under each of those three th threads, but they all really support our vision, which is for a clean, equitable energy system that's really built on the cornerstone of rooftop solar. So we look at distributed solar um, as benefiting communities with money in every pocket, um, good jobs and savings with clean energy. That's, I've been hearing so much, I've been hearing your name everywhere about this solar co-op. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so that's a part of the go solar part of our mission. So Solar United Neighbors is a nonprofit and the cool thing is we're vendor neutral, finance neutral, equipment neutral. So we're not here to sell anything. So we help people go solar many ways. We have a lot of resources online. We have a lot of webinars. We can help schools, businesses, nonprofits go solar, really based on education and consumer protection. We can also help people go solar through a solar co-op, which is um, like a group if you're going solar with your neighbors uh, in a big sense, county by county. We currently have a solar co-op in Sarasota and Charlotte, and you're really receiving a lot of education. And then there's a, a bulk purchase campaign where we help get bids from solar installers. It's all member driven and they select an installer to service the group and they can get some really competitive prices. They're free to join. So it's a real win-win if you're curious about going solar on your home or business um, to join a solar co-op and, and get help from us along the way. And so two things, I've heard that one, you can sign up, but that's not a commitment. So you can sign up, but you don't have to do it. Um, and then the second one is, I had also heard, I don't know who told me this, maybe it was Charles, that it's a um, like up to a 50% difference in price when you buy in bulk. Yes, yeah, so it is free to join and there's no commitment to purchase solar. So we do want to bring, those are called leads, if you were uh, a solar installer out there trying to get leads to sell to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that costs a lot of money for um, a solar installer. So a lot of the benefit and savings to a co-op member is that we're bringing people who are ready to go solar, they're very interested in the near term, we provide a roof review with satellite imagery to make sure they have a reasonable expectation of going solar on their property. Um, and they've been informed so they can 
hop on some of our Solar 101 webinars, and sometimes we have them in person, um, and our resources. Um, there's no commitment to go solar with the solar co-op. Uh, we don't like to share exact pricing or savings. 50% is not reasonable. That's not, well, mm -hmm. we can say you get very competitive quotes. And the cool thing is, it's free to shop around. So we want you to make an educated, informed decision uh, that's right for you. So you could take a co-op proposal from the co-op installer and get a couple quotes and see how that works out for you. So yeah, there's no obligation. We find that a lot of people find they trust a lot of the review process of those bids uh, and they can learn a lot about what makes a good solar proposal. It's not just price. So solar is priced by the mm -hmm. watt. It's experience and warranties and equipment. So we, we give you a, an overall support system on that decision. Yeah, that's great because, I mean, I know a lot of people have even more questions when um, solar providers will contact them directly. They end up with more questions than they had. Um, one final question on your co-op. It's closing now. How long do you have to, once you're a member of the co-op, how long does that bulk purchase agreement exist? So how long do you have to decide whether or not you want solar? Right. The, co the solar co-op is a fixed um, time and geography. So they're usually open for three or four months. So we opened about a month ago. This one will close in early December. So that's for new members to sign up. So that's our website, solarunitedneighbors.org slash Sarasota, Sarasota or Charlotte County. Um, then about midway, and it's actually happening tonight, um, a group of those solar members in the co-op will be reviewing the bids and selecting an installer. So it's sort of like rolling admission. They will be receiving um, custom proposals from that installer in about a couple weeks they'll start. So it does matter the order of your sign up, but you'll get a solar proposal that's based on your electricity use and your conversations with the company, what works for your family and your home. Um, and you'll have about 30 days to review your proposal and make a decision. You can always ask for more time or more revisions to your quote. So it's very flexible that way as far as communications with the installer. The actual process of going solar really depends. Do you need a roof review? Are you looking at financing? But um, your project will go into engineering and permit application, then an installation. And then there's a process to get interconnected with the utility grid. Um, so that whole process could take six weeks to about three months. It's, it's highly variable on you know, which permitting authority you're in and some other decisions. Uh, it can go very smoothly and very quickly, but it does take a few months to go solar. When do, how often do you open up the co-op? The, uh, co so people wanna be able to access the bulk pricing but aren't quite ready right now, when's, how often do you usually open it up? Well, a solar co-op is run for several reasons. Some of it's because we're supported and funded by certain nonprofits or municipalities. In the state of Florida, we've had a lot of appetite for these solar projects. So we're supported by um, Sarasota County, or we're supported, in this case, the Gulf Coast Community Foundation is our funded funder. And we've had actually five solar co-ops in Sarasota, but we have them all over the state. So it really depends on demand. Are people, a lot of people asking for a solar co-op, or is there um, a funder that wants us to make these happen? So this one will end close to new signups in December, and we don't know if we'll have another one in the future. 
But do not fear if you are not ready to go solar. A lot of people are still um, moving in or moving out. They're not sure of their energy or their roof work right now. We can help you outside of a co-op as well. So we have a proposal review service. We have lots of questions to ask um, your installer. Uh, there's a big network of solar um, you know, advocates in the state of Florida, and we can make all that happen for you. So. No, no fear. Solar United Neighbors is here to support you once you've gone solar and all the solar curious. Fantastic. So um, we've talked on this podcast multiple times about South Face's Good Use program, where we do matching grants for nonprofits to improve their energy efficiency up to and including including solar. So as um, we've been going out doing some site visits with different nonprofits like um, Resilient Retreat or Salvation Army, they're interested in going solar. And so we often um, give them your contact information. So how do you think that our two programs could really dovetail? I think this is the best synergy out there. We always like to talk about solar um, going on a healthy house, you know, or home or business. So you don't want to slap solar on a sick house, a leaky, um, inefficient home. So this is a fantastic time to merge these programs. So we always encourage someone who's interested in solar to first do an energy audit and really assess. We, we know that that's the best way to save money, to save the environment, is to look at our usage, reduce our, our energy and our water demand. Water is very related to energy. So we encourage everyone to look at two things, both their behaviors and the appliances and the stuff and the building mm -hmm. techniques. So whether that's adjusting your thermostat or, you know, opening and closing your windows and shades and, and for cooling throughout the seasons, running your appliances at certain times, or if it's actual products and appliance, looking at the insulation, looking at the duct ceiling, looking at your, your thermostats, your water heater, your pool pump. Those are all fantastic ways that can dramatically reduce your energy bill. And since solar is designed to offset your electricity use with your own little power plant on your on your roof or on a ground mount, uh, that will really reduce the amount of solar you purchase to make a difference in your bill and your savings. So I think these programs are fantastic. We would want to send everyone to you and your program or checking with your utilities on their own to look at those energy efficiency means. Yeah, we our good use program saves about on average 31% in people's utility bills. So that would be 31% um, of an oversized if you didn't first um, look at energy efficiency. Yeah, we so love to look at like the kilowatt hours. Yep. So we want to look at the kilowatt hours, which is that unit of how much energy you use. Um, you'll notice that from your your power bill is what you're building kilowatt hours. So the best kilowatt hour is the one you never need, the one you never need to purchase. So the same thing goes with savings as it does with solar. Yep. You sound like you work for us. Um, that's <laughs> what we always say. So um, what is the future of rooftop solar in Florida? We had um, uh, an action to try and get rid of net metering, but that was vetoed by the governor. So do you think that the and now we've got insurance issues. I keep hearing that over and over and over, and we want to do a future podcast on that. So what do you think the future is in Florida? Well, 
I see a very exciting future, um, and a lot of it really depends on the part of our mission that has to do with energy democracy. So, you know, our vision was go solar, join together, uh, and fight for energy rights. A lot of those policies are what will make this future um, more hopeful and come faster rather than than later. So we know in Florida that. Um, distributed solar really lets Floridians take control of where their energy comes from. It's already growing uh, with supportive policies. We can really modernize our grid and make it really fair and really equitable on top of lowering costs, addressing pollution. Um, when we talk about Solar United Neighbors and our energy democracy, we really join people together. So whether they're solar curious or they've they've gone solar as well, we have happy hours, resources, you know, activists, listservs, and then the energy democracy part really does fight for that those energy rights, um, the things like net metering, so that. Floridians can get a really fair price for what they're generating and storing and sharing with the grid. Um, that insurance barriers is what we're working to make more access to solar, um, utility accountability. Um, the Inflation Reduction Act was passed and has huge, huge incentives that can come to Floridians to benefit them. So that vision for Florida solar is amazing. Can you imagine solar on every sunny roof, on every home, on every parking lot, powering our homes and our cars and our vehicles. Um, new buildings and retrofits would have solar. So we can really take control of the generation. There's a big natural gas source up in the sky called the sun. Um, it's local, it's powerful, you know, as far as local jobs. Um, so we see huge expansion in that and then actually sharing it, eventually producing electricity, sharing it with your neighbors who need it. Um, that sort of resiliency center after a storm is really amazing and hopeful. So currently we have very small amount of rooftop solar in Florida and we have tons of room to grow. So starting with any part of that mission of going solar, joining together and fighting, we have a place to make this a reality. I love that vision of the future. We just have to keep doing it. Um, so I'm I'm always interested in how people get involved um, in environmental work, whatever their passion is. You're obviously very passionate about this. So how, what was your what was your path to get here? Um, it's kind of linked to South Face as far as architecture. <laughs> so I love to put it all together because it sounds like uh, you know a roundabout way to land where I land. But I actually studied. Um, interior architecture and landscape architecture, and also a real benefit uh, and interest in native plants and, and healthy ecosystems. And then I actually did AmeriCorps service in Western Pennsylvania in coal country. So I really got to see what extraction industries and coal mining does to communities. So we were really working with um, water quality in particular and air quality and a lot of uh, waste with coal mining, um, abandoned coal mine, uh, and bringing streams and communities back to life. They are tied together. When we have an extractive industry, what that does to communities on level, all levels from um, 
the resources and, and the power plays that happen in a community. So working with water quality in particular, some air quality, combined with that landscape interest in what is a thriving native habitat that's resilient and changing and rebounding, really joined together with that AmeriCorps work. And through that work, we also saw a lot of natural gas drilling, hydraulic fracking, and that is really what's powering Florida's energy grid currently. We're expanding a lot of solar at the utility level, but it really made me passionate for a way that individuals can take action if they want for the environment or for their own family's um, economy, economy and, and finances, uh, and really bring that no-nonsense clean energy source home uh, to benefit on any scale. Um, so working with homes and architecture and education at environmental level is really what came together here um, as my position with Solar United Neighbors. What a great mix. I love it. It sounds like you did, you had a passion from the beginning and then it just, it, it, it winded a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I always find when I help someone go solar, um, they're so excited about it and they want to share it with their neighbors. And they often have common interests, whether that's in water quality or they just want to help a low income person with their energy needs. So there's it's a really bridging um, community when you start talking about solar. Yeah, and when we start talking about um, energy efficiency, I always call solar the charismatic megafauna um, of what we do. Uh, so we we try and relate it back um, to solar in the same way that we might relate water quality in Sarasota back to red tide because that people really understand that. All right, so thank you to Julia and thanks for listening to The Peel. To get involved with South Face Sarasota, visit southface.org Sarasota. Until next time, stay sunny.